the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ, and to all of our members, wherever you are, former members, friends, and those who have joined us again for another worship service, coming to you from the sanctuary of People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is How to Handle the Problems of Living in the Age of Coronavirus. How to Handle the Problems of Living in the Age of Coronavirus. Life is basically a series of mountains and valleys, ups and downs, highs and lows, Good times and bad times, problems and potentials. Although the Christian life is filled with wonderful blessings, great promises, and rich benefits, this does not mean that it is a bed of roses. More often than not, there are also problems and difficulties to be faced living in a sinful world. The Bible and church history give us many examples of the people of God undergoing unimaginable and heart-rending problems, such as being crucified on crosses, sometimes upside down, being thrown into caves or dens of wild beasts and eaten alive, cast into pits filled with poisonous snakes and vipers, sawed in two while alive, or had their legs or arms pulled from their bodies. But through it all, God was with them, and they were assured that death did not have the last word, that they would be in the presence of their Lord and Master for all eternity. Down through the centuries, problems have plagued the children of God. Christians have faced deep-seated sorrows, long-lasting trials, back-bending burdens, heart-rending traumas, mind-boggling pressures, and soul-shocking events. But in the midst of all of these situations, Christians have placed their faith in God, knowing that he would never fail them nor forsake them. They believe that God was powerful enough to do whatever needs to be done. 
If God was powerful enough to ignite the flame of the sun and to rotate the earth and to set the stars in their position and to carve out the mighty mountains and to cup out the oceans, then he's also powerful enough to care for his children, to inspire them when they are in difficulty, to lift them when they are down and out, to encourage them when they are depressed, to comfort them when they are in sorrow, to protect them when they are in danger, to heal them when they are sick, to help them when they feel helpless, and to support them when they need somebody to lean on. Someone who handled a lot of problems in the Bible was the Apostle Paul. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 8 and 9, Paul says, We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Here is a man of incredible endurance, He says, I'm knocked down, but I'm not knocked out. I just keep on keeping on. Wouldn't you like that kind of endurance, that kind of stamina, that kind of determination? So how do you get it? How do you keep from being beat up by your problems? Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18. He says, so we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. So Paul is saying that the secret of endurance is the focus of his mind. He says there are some things that he deliberately focused on when things are not going right in his life. He says, I I don't look at the external, I look at the eternal. I don't look at my problems, I look at God who can solve them. I don't look at the difficulty, I look at the deliverer, the one I know who can help me out. Now the classic book in the Bible on learning how to face your problems is the book of Psalms. Most of it of it was written by King David. Almost every problem known to man is covered somewhere in the book of Psalms. David had all kinds of problems, and fortunately he wrote them down in his prayers. He talked them out to God every time he had a problem. He starts off a lot of the Psalms by being very confused just as you and I are confused with our problems. But inevitably, God helps him to work out these problems, and so he comes to the right conclusion at the end of the psalm by praising and thanking God for his goodness and for his deliverance. So today I want us to look at some of the different psalms to see from David's example three important keys to handling the problems of life in this age of coronavirus. So the first point is 
When our problems look depressing, think about the goodness of God. When our problems look depressing, think about the goodness of God. Depression is almost always a warning light that we are focusing on the wrong thing. We are focusing on our problem, not the solution. We are focusing on the negative, not the positive. So when we look at all the bad things in our life, instead of the good things, of course we are going to get depressed. When we get depressed, we, we know that it's a warning light telling us that we have forgotten how good God has been to us. You see, depression is almost always a result of what has been called the all-or-nothing thinking syndrome. You see, all-or-nothing thinking goes like this. Somebody criticizes you, and you think that everybody hates you. But it's simply an exaggeration. It is making the problem bigger than it really is. You go through a difficulty and you say, everything is going wrong in my life. No, it isn't. Something may be wrong, but everything is not wrong in your life. When you make a mistake, you say, I can do nothing right. But that's not true. You can do some things right. But in all or nothing thinking, you are bound to get depressed because you forget the good things in your life. Studies have shown that the healthiest emotion known to to man is the attitude of gratitude. The more you fill your life with thanksgiving and gratitude, the healthier you are going to be both emotionally and physically. Count your blessings and you will see how good God has been to you. Focusing on the goodness of God means more than just being grateful for all the good things God has done for you. It also means seriously thinking about how good God really is. God has our best interests at heart. He loves us and he knows what he's doing even when we don't understand it. But let me be clear, not everything that happens in our life is good. There are a lot of bad things that happen, but God is always good. He is good all the time. God's plan for your life and mine is always good, and he can always bring good out of bad if we will but trust him. David in Psalm 27, 13 and 14 says, I'm confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I'm here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Life is full of disappointments. Things just don't go as planned as we are realizing even now with the coronavirus. There are big disappointments and there are little disappointments. So what do you do when you face those depressing days? You focus on the goodness of God. As David tells us in Psalm 31 and verse 19, Your goodness is so great. You have stored up great blessings for those who honor you. 
You have done so much for those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. See, nothing happens in the life of a believer without the Heavenly Father's permission. If you're a Christian, nothing ever happens in your life by accident or by chance. Even the bad things that other people do to you, God means them for good in your life. This year of the coronavirus, we are finding out that things do not go as planned. And Satan is going to try to get us to doubt God's goodness. He's going to tell us, if God is so good, then why did he allow the coronavirus to affect so many people and so many people to die? If God is so good, why did he allow your loved one to die? Or why did he let you lose that job or that promotion? Why did he allow you to be in that accident or allow you to get sick? Is he's causing you to doubt the goodness of God. In those times of life when life doesn't make sense, when you can't figure it out, when you don't understand it, and when it actually seems senseless, that's when you most need to think about and trust that God is a good God. He really is a good God, and he knows what is best for us. He knows what we need most, and he knows what will make us happy more than we do. He sees what we don't see, and he knows what we don't know. And so what we need to do is to trust him and allow him to work out his purposes in our life. But the second point is, when problems look defeating, think about the greatness of God. When problems look defeating, think about the greatness of God. The fact is that we will fail at many things in life. We failed last year, and we will fail this year as well. Failure is a part of all of our lives. Things don't always go as we expect or as we planned. Because of those failures, we often run out of energy and we don't know where to turn next. We feel like giving up. We begin to think things like, I've tried and tried, but nothing changes. It's hopeless. What's the use of trying? Maybe you've tried to do something about your, about your marriage or a relationship, and still it's the same and you feel like a failure. Or maybe you have tried to connect with one of your children. You have talked and talked, but nothing seems to be changing, and you feel that sense of failure. Or maybe you have prayed and prayed about a health problem, and you are still facing it one more year. You feel that sense of failure and defeat in your life. Maybe you have worked and worked hard at your career, and it is still the same. You have not made much progress. And you know that sense of failure. So what do you do with this sense of failure that comes into all of our lives? One of the occupations in which failure is the least acceptable is that of a trapeze artist. 
But even trapeze artists, when they miss the bar, what do they have at the bottom? A net. And the minute they miss the bar, they start thinking, I'm guaranteed safety. And they thank God for the net. Some of you feel right now that you are working without a net. One more defeat, one more failure, one more fall, and it's all over. That's how you feel. But I'm here to tell you that you're not working without a net. The greatness of God is that his hands are great enough to catch you no matter what the failure is in your life. No matter how many people you have let down, no matter how disappointed and devastated you are with the situation you're facing right now. God's hands are there to catch you no matter what the failure in your life is. And that's the greatness of God. And as David says in Psalm 145 and verse 3, Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. His greatness is beyond discovery. So stop focusing on your problem and start focusing on God's power. Stop focusing on your situation and start focusing on your Savior. Stop focusing on what you can't do and start focusing on what God can do. As David tells us in Psalm 69, 13 through 15, In your unfailing love, O God, answer my prayer with your sure salvation. Pull me out of the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Don't let the floods overwhelm me or the deep waters swallow me or the pit of death devour me. So there are many situations in life where we feel that we are in the quicksand and the failure just keep repeating itself. Maybe it's one of your children. And you feel like the harder you work with, on the problem, the worse it gets. It's like quicksand. You see, when you're in quicksand, the harder you work to get out of it, the faster you sink. You need help from the outside. And that help from the outside could be a friend or a counselor or a pastor or, or church uh, brothers and sisters. But outside help has to include God's mighty hand to reach in and lift you out of it. As Jeremiah 32 and verse 27 uh, tells us, where God says, I am the Lord, the God of all the peoples of the world. Is anything too hard for me? You see, God specializes in the impossible. You may be facing an impossible situation in your life, and you are wondering, how in the world am I going to live with this one more year? Trust God, who can do the impossible. He can do what you can't do. Instead of focusing on the failures in your life, focus on the power of Almighty God. Instead of focusing on what hasn't gone right in your life, focus on the wonders that God has to show you. 
So when your situation looks depressing, think about the goodness of God. And when your situation looks defeating, think about the greatness of God. And then, thirdly, when you face dark days, think about the closeness of God. So what are dark days? Dark days are days of worry, days of fear. They can be dark days of financial difficulty, dark days of illness, dark days of pain. When each day the pain seems to get worse and not getting better. Some of you may be going through dark days right now, and I know some people who are going through dark days. Some of you may be facing the dreaded C word, cancer, or the coronavirus. Some of you may be facing a conflict in a relationship right now. You're separated emotionally from someone that you care about. And all this is tearing you apart. Some of you haven't the slightest idea what is your next step in your career or in your finances or other things that are happening in your life, perhaps due to the coronavirus. So what do you do when you face dark days? Listen to the psalmist in Psalm 112, verses 4, 7, and 8. The psalmist says, When darkness overtakes the godly, light will come bursting in. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face your foes triumphantly. So what is the antidote to dark days? Settle in your mind that God is going to take care of you. You don't have to have all the answers when you know God does. You don't have to be able to figure it all out when you know that God has it figured out already. When you are going through dark days, you need to remember that you are not going through them alone. Remember and focus on the closeness of God. Some of you are going through dark days right now. Here is what God wants to say to you. I am with you. Are you going through a tough time right now? God is with you. Are you going through one of those situations which keeps you baffled and you don't know exactly what you're going to do? God is with you. He cares. He's aware. He knows the struggle in your heart, the hurt in your heart, and he's with you. In fact, the Bible says that in those moments when you feel most alone, when you feel most isolated, when you feel most misunderstood, when you feel the most abandoned at that very moment, God is closest to you. The psalmist says in Psalm 34, verses 18 and 19, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. And then in Psalm 145, uh, 18 and 19, The Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. He grants the desires 
of those who fear him. He hears their cries for help and rescues them. God has not abandoned you. He is still with you. He is aware of what's going on in your life and he cares. We don't like dark days because in dark days we can't tell where we are going. We can't tell where it's going to end up. And that's kind of scary. It's scary to be in the dark, but you lose your fear when Jesus is near. And when you remember, I'm not going through this alone, but God is holding my hand in the dark, then you can face any situation. One plus God equals a majority. I may be in the dark, but God is with me, so I don't have to worry because he can handle anything that I face. What do you do when your heart is broken? What do you do when there is nothing you can do? You just keep trusting God who has promised never to leave you. He is a good God. He is a great God. All power belongs to him. He speaks and it happens. He commands and it is done. He sees all. He hears all. He knows all. And he says, I will never leave you. Neither will I forsake you. So why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches me. His eye is on the sparrow. And I know, yes, praise God, I know. He watches me. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 10.45 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 10.30 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.